Hello, 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 good morning, good afternoon, good day, good evening, good night, whatever time it is, wherever you are, what's up? Thank you for tuning into My Black Self, the podcast. I want to remind you to share, like, follow this thing, okay? Let's get these numbers up, okay? Let's get these motherfucking numbers up. Today, I have a very special guest. Today, I have a very special guest, Brit Brit. AKA Brit's Cakes, AKA Mama, AKA me and my cousin got a lot in common. I uh, stay tuned, you know, we're in the healing era of season three. And today we will be discussing losing a sibling. So take a listen and put on your seat belt. And I hope you enjoy. Hello, Britt. Hi. Say hello to the people. Hello to the people. I cannot. <laughs> hello the to the people. Saying, like, when you say, say hello to the people, they like, hello to the people. Hello in the building. No. Hello in the building. No. <laughs> Please. Welcome to My Black Self, the podcast. <laughs> we family, y'all. We go way back. Um... To Sheffield Avenue. And some people know what that is, some people don't. If you listen to the podcast, you know what Sheffield Avenue is by now. Everybody has memories up top. (laughs) The bill. ever. (laughs) It definitely was. I'm going to move this over a little bit. Why? It's fine. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so... We are currently live on AMP. We tested it out to see what happens. Um, and we'll go from there. So do you have anything you want to share with the people? You want to tell the people you got kids? You want to tell the people you make amazing cakes? <laughs> Me having kids ain't nothing business, but... Um, <laughs> I do have kids. Four boys. Um, I do make cakes. Custom cakes. Bricks cakes. I make cakes. Cupcakes. Um... Customized treats. Um, I make dessert shooters. Kind of, I kind of explore everywhere. I just don't make sugar cookies and cake pops. Cake pops are like the devil. Don't ask me to make them. Why are cake pops the devil? Because they're too time consuming and they take it's too much. They're so cute. The process. They are, and then they're nasty. I don't know why people like them. It's so much sugar. Oh, that's true. Yeah. So. Well, thank you for joining. So, how you doing? Hi. How you doing? How you doing? How you doing? doing? Oh, man. So we're going to jump straight into it. This is the healing era. This is, this episode is titled, Losing a Sibling. Mm. (laughs) That we know, oh, way too well. Too well. Our losing uh, people is kind of back to back. The same folks, at least back to back. You lost your sister, and then your grandmother a year later. I lost my sister, and then my grandmother a year later. Same month, just not on the same day as Kia. Mine was on the same exact day. Same mm-hmm. month and day. So, yeah, that was kind of tough. Yes. And my... Who calling you? None of your business. I had to put my phone on this. You need to answer. You can answer. Yo, I'm about to be a male CNA. What up? What up? A male CNA. Okay. Um, that's fine. (laughs) Okay. All right. (laughs) You stupid. We used to want you about to be a male CNA. Why? Why? What's going on? Nigga shit. <laughs> where he what he doing? He working? Mm-hmm. Where he work at? I don't know where he at. Where you at? He in Massachusetts. It's cold uh, out there. It's a big job. Hey, don't do that. 
In case nobody We'll be hearing from the speaker. The got it covered. Go ahead. I'm about to do some Hoyer lifts. Fuck it. Get the fuck out of here. What the Hoyer lifts? What is that? It's the thing you put people in that can't, like, get up. It's a Hoyer lift. No, you don't want to do that. You don't <laughs> right. want to do that. That junk, that junk is a lot on your body. A lot on your body. That's too much. It's too much. Shout out to all the CNAs. Right. <laughs> but, Shout out to all my CNAs. But my no. Man, if I'm a male CNA, I ain't going to have to do all the nasty stuff. Okay, no. We got to get Who's started. This is, a, this is what happens when you do shows with, with black folks. This is just what happens. <laughs> she taking a call. How are you taking a call in the middle of the podcast? You told me I can take uh, it. I, I did I, tell I, you I can take it. Hey. Hello. Who that listening? Hello. All right. Let's see. All right. Let's get back into it. So we just spoke on the passing of Kia and, and Miss Minder because that's how I know her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> when did Kia pass? April 2nd, 2018. April 2nd, 2018. Now, if y'all are catching on, the name is the same. <laughs> yeah, they both Kia. My sister name is Lakia and her sister name is Markia. Yes, we all grew up together. Um, so, I don't know if you want to touch on that day, but I remember the day like it was yesterday. Give me your take on it first. My take on the day, um, we, me and mommy was at the house when we was living in Hamden and she was about to get in the shower and I don't know what I was doing. I think I was just in the closet moving stuff around like I typically do. And she got a phone call from Aunt Charlene and all Charlene said was, we got to get to the hospital. It's Marquia. And my mother came in the room and was like, we got to go. And I was like, Ugh. I literally just was like, no. You know how you could feel certain things? You just know what's here. I was like, ugh. I said, okay. And she got in the shower, and then we left. And then we came to the fucking hospital, and I was fucking devastated. I was like, what the fuck? I don't kind of even remember much about who was at the hospital. That part was kind of like, that's a big blur for me. Like, I remember bits and pieces, Mm -hmm. but I remember, I know it was a lot of people. But I can't even point out who was there. So, my experience from that day is um, that morning, me and my sister talk every single morning. She a morning person. I'm not. She could go to sleep at 3 o'clock in the morning. When it's time to get up, she getting up. And she up. Like, she used to be up for real. Like, I just can never understand. Like, even today, like, I'm, I get up in the morning, but I'm just really not a morning person. Like, I want to still sleep. So... At this time, King was just a baby. He was almost—he was almost one. Matter of fact, he was gonna be one mm-hmm. at the end of the month. So, um, you know, he still go to sleep. And I used to like my morning naps. I still do. Everybody yeah. know. Yes. <laughs> I like my morning naps. I don't care how old I get. I like morning naps. Um, if I have time between my day and this morning time, I'm taking a nap. You better believe it. So this morning, she called me. Like per usual, and we was just talking. We just talk like every morning. She called, make she one number one thing is, oh, I'm just making sure you up for the kids for school. That's the first call, <laughs> all the time. Like between her and my mother, that's the first call. Yeah, I'm up. All right, so you know, after the kids leave, everybody, like, all the kids, her her daughter, my kids, we just chat, whatever. We talk about whatever. It's still morning phone call, mm-hmm. so. This morning, I was, like, really, really tired. Like, I was really tired. And she was, she had, like, a a habit of being nervous because she had a, a rare di- a lung disease, a rare lung disease. Mm-hmm. She had been through so much with this lung do, disease. Do we know what it was called? No, I, I don't remember. remember. It's, it's a very long name. I know yeah. that. It's a rare lung mm-hmm. disease. So, it basically was not curable. And she had to live with this for the rest of her life. Only thing you could do is, like, treat the symptoms. Like, the symptoms and stuff can get better, and that's it. But it took a long time for her to get diagnosed with it, too. Like, she went through a lot where, a point where, before her actual death, years before that, I, we were surprised she, she lived because both her lungs collapsed at the same, at the same time. You need your lungs I to remember breathe. that. You can read with one lung, but for both of them to just collapse, that's, that's no air. 
So she had to go through that process and just like, you know, it, it was a blessing for her to get through that. Mm-hmm. Um, so again, on this morning, we were talking, she talking to me, she telling me that they um gave her like she was on steroids and I know like in the recent weeks she they had gave her um was telling her she had high blood pressure. That was kind of common when she went to the doctor's office because she's always so nervous. Like, this is what anybody, if you're scared, you're nervous before you go to the doctor, they take your vitals. Yeah. Your blood pressure is going to be elevated. So, it was normal for her to be elevated at an appointment. At, it doesn't matter what appointment she goes to. She just had that nervousness of going to the doctor. I think it was just like more so from trauma, from, um, you know, all the things that she went through medically at such a young age. So... They just wanted to see, I guess, to put her on this blood pressure, man. When they first gave it to her, and then she had pneumonia a few times, and then that's scary for her, too, because she has a lung disease, and, you know, pneumonia is in your lungs. So it's like, you know, it was always a lot of, I'm scared for her. She had, this lung disease constantly made her cough. So if she was living in today's world, coughing the way she used to, y'all would be... Oh, she got COVID. She got COVID. Absolutely. You know, now today you can't cope. Absolutely. Like, but my sister used to cope. Like, it's got, it, it got better at times, and then sometimes you just know it was just bad. Like, she had moments in yeah. the day. Like, she coughed all day. But mm-hmm. moments in the day where it was just, like, almost sounded like something is coming out, like a whole yeah. something big. That's how much she was coughing. And, you know, sometimes she used to cry and stuff, you know, because it's like anybody living with a disease that's uncurable, you, get, you feel like you want to be normal. And then for somebody to develop a disease that's uncurable, you wasn't born with it, mm-hmm. it's like, you know, it's, it's, it's a life-changing event. So anyways, this morning we're talking, and, and, and with the blood pressure thing, I knew that when they gave it to her, she would not take it, because my sister is the person who Googles everything. People, this is what you don't do. Do not Google stuff medications and this and that no. it would scare you to death it's so much stuff on the internet that not webmd yeah like don't, don't do, do that no don't don't because my sister was a nervous wreck like seriously like and sometimes it's hard to do it i used to always have to like listen kia is not that serious this is not gonna happen that's not gonna happen this is not gonna happen but it was just hard to even just get her to understand that she's like okay like okay like it's like that was my baby like my mm-hmm. little baby like even though she was my older sister it was like I gotta take care of this kid. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyways, she had the blood pressure meds prescribed to her. She would not take them. She promised if I, I'm going to take them, I'm going to take them, I'm going to take them, I'm going to take them. She would not take them. My father went crazy on this girl one day about. Hey, if anybody knows my father, I know he is extra dramatic, <laughs> like so dramatic when it comes to anything. My father was like. You better take the blood pressure meds. You don't know what's gonna happen. I got high blood pressure, dude. You can't be playing with that. Yep. <laughs> like going crazy on her. Like I think scared her more a little bit. So she started giving it some more thought. This morning she was so happy. Anybody know her? I know she, she stay online. You she know she's very uh social and, and vocal and like she's like a social butterfly. She's a very creative person. So she used to be online and stuff all the time on the timeline. It's never a day gonna go by you're not about to see Kia. You're gonna see Kia, and whether it's nighttime, morning, afternoon, whatever. She on Facebook just or she accurate. on like just yeah, she just on social media. Promote is something. She got something new. Yeah. So this day was like a big accomplishment for her this morning because she was like, I took that medicine. I took that blood pressure medicine. I finally did it, or whatever. And I was like, oh, that's nice. But I was so tired. I didn't feel like talking. And I was like, all right, Kia, I'm about to hang up good. I, you know, it's time for a morning, morning nap. She was like, all right, well, bye. <laughs> N- normal, regular. We hung the phone up. I started going to sleep. Um, she called, uh, well, I found out afterwards, she called not only me that morning, but she called a lot of people with this accomplishment. Like, wow. to you, it might sound small just taking a medication. It's just something that just sounds small, but for her, it was big. Mm-hmm. Um, because of her fears with uh, health and medications and her experience and trauma and all that stuff. So, she caught a lot of people that morning, which is so weird to me because 
that was her last morning here. And she called a lot of people that she loved and she's close to. She called her father. She called my father. Um, she called my mom, but she was at work. I don't know if they ever spoke. I'm not sure. Hmm. Um, she called her best friend. Like, you know, she called a lot of people. A lot of people got a call from her, from her on that morning. And I don't know if it was just about the accomplishment or it just was just... She just was making morning calls, which is weird for your body or your brain to tell you to call all these people. And then you were no longer with us after that. Like, at least some of us, not all of us, but we were able to hear her voice one last time. Yeah. So, um, I guess the last person she was on the phone with, which is her morning routine, is to talk to her best friend, Sheree. Sheree. Hey, Sheree. <laughs> <laughs> So she was on the phone with Cherie, and from what I was told, I was on the phone call. Obviously, I it's crazy because I said I was going to sleep, and I started going to sleep, and then my friend Ashley called me, and I answered the phone for her. Although I just told my sister I don't feel like talking because I want to take my morning nap. I answered the phone for Ashley, and it was like a brief conversation or whatever, because we have morning talks, too. I answer the phone for her, so I'm on the phone with her at this time. For somebody who's not a morning person, be talking in the morning. I do. Because <laughs> you be calling me. Yeah. So, I'm on the phone with Ashley, and Cherie is calling me. It's not unusual for Cherie to call me. Let's just note that. But she called me back to back, like, back to back. So at first I was like, why is Sheree, why is Sheree? I was like, when she called me first, I was like, oh, Sheree called me. I was like, I don't know why she called me this early in the morning. I'm going to call her back. Her and Kia is crazy. Like, why they calling me early in the morning? <laughs> I was like, I don't know what she could want, but I'm going to call her back after I hang up the phone with Ashley. So a second later, Sheree called again. I was like, she called me right back. I didn't answer the phone. Then it was a second, a couple minutes again, like maybe like a minute. I don't think it was like, you know, um, you know, far in between the phone calls. And she called me again. And I was like, she never called me this many times. Like, why is she calling me like this? I was like, Ashley, let me call you back. Because this is unusual for her to call me this many times back to back. So I answered the phone. Cherie is screaming in the phone. She's going, Brett, um, Kia is Kia, whatever. I don't know where she at. And I was like, what do you mean? What are you supposed to? She was like, I don't know what's going on. Or she was like, we need to get to her or something. And I was like, what are you talking about? So, you know, she's in a panic. Mm-hmm. She was on the phone with my sister when she took her last night. So, I was just like confused because she yelling and screaming. And she was like, I'm on the phone with her. She's not saying nothing. So, I was like, what do you mean she's not saying nothing? Like, maybe the phone hung up. Like, I'm just like not understanding because she's panicking so she's not really able to explain to me yeah it's not making sense so i was like what do you mean she was like i'm gonna click you i'm gonna click you in click in she screamed my sister's name and i'm like you sure the phone is connected are you sure she's on the phone she's like yeah i was talking to her on the phone and she said um that my sister went to dunkin donuts something she she also did every morning she was like i was on the phone and she went to dunkin donuts and then she was saying she don't know where she went from that point, but she know that something is wrong. Yeah. Because I guess mid conversation, my sister just it was nothing. And I guess you know what she said was, I think I need to go to the, and it was over. Like you didn't hear anything no more. But the line was still connected. So at that moment you're confused. You don't know if it disconnected. You don't know if she clicked or like mm-hmm. you know it could be anything when anything something just stop mid conversation, especially with like you know service whatever. So I'm like, you know I'm just bugging. But then I started getting like this feeling like inside my chest, like this crazy feeling. And I was just like, we screaming her name in the phone. I was like, sure you sure it's connected? Because you know I can't see on my end. I can only see who I'm who called me, which is her. And then she can see the two lines that she has. And she's like, Britt, she's on there. But I can't. Something is wrong. So I'm like, what Dunkin' Donuts? She's like, I don't know what Dunkin' Donuts she was at. So in my first mind, I'm like, it got to be maybe close to the house. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know where to go either. This morning, it decided it wanted to snow out of nowhere. And it was like heavy snow. Like, I'm, I'm not kidding, y'all. Like, it was like, I don't remember that at It was. All. It melted. It melted before the day was even over. It looked like it never snowed. Like this day. It was crazy. 
But in these moments, the snow just came out of nowhere. Again, I feel this heavy thing in my chest, and I'm screaming Kia name. And the phone, she's screaming. She's not saying that Sharice's crying. Now I'm like panicking, bugging out. So I'm like, stay on the phone. I'm going to hang up the phone. I'm going to call 911 and send them somewhere. Mm-hmm. I have to send them somewhere because we don't know where she is. We don't know what happened. Like, you know, it's just scary. It was a scary moment. So yeah. I hung up the phone. I called Ashley. Ashley lived around the corner from me at this time. And I said, Ashley, you got to come to my house right now. Something is wrong. I can't talk. King is here. You have to come here. I didn't immediately put my clothes on. She came racing around the corner. By the time I called 911, I told them there was something wrong with my sister. I'm not sure what's going on. Maybe she stopped breathing. She has a lung disease. I do not know for sure. But she needs help. Send send help. Sent them to my sister's house. In the meantime, in my mind, I'm like, okay, so she's not there. She's somewhere else. How do I find her? How do I find her? Like, I'm racing going crazy this morning. This was like, Where did you go first? I went to... I was heading to Dunkin' Donuts. That's the direction that I was going in. Ashley came. By the time I was already running out the door, I really probably was even going to leave King in the house. How fast I was like, not even thinking about, I got this one-year-old baby in her sleep. I got to go. Like, it was just a feeling in my chest. I couldn't stay. But thankfully, me racing out the house at the same time, Ashley was coming up the steps. That's crazy. So... I just was like, she's like, what's going on? I'm like, I don't know. I got to go. Just, she didn't even know what's going on. So, I get in my truck, and I start racing. I'm telling y'all, the front window of my windshield is frozen. It's frozen. It got ice up there. It's freezing. I'm <laughs> oh, sorry. my God. It's covered in snow. The things we do. I tell you, I, I wasn't taking a moment to clean off nothing. Do you understand me? I wasn't cleaning off nothing. I just knew I had to go. I literally... Roll down the window. Like, imagine a, a, a whole coat of snow and ice on in front of your windshield. I rolled the window down, hung out the window, driving like this, going crazy, beeping the horn, running lights. I'm going crazy because I'm like, I got to find my sister. I don't know what the hell. I don't know how long she's been sitting wherever she's at. I don't know what's going on. Like, I need to go help my sister. So, I'm flying. When I tell you this is so dangerous, like, I probably almost crashed a million times. This was so dangerous. So, again, I'm heading to the Dunkin' Donuts by her house. And I'm like, that's the closest one to her home. Um, she she had to be at that one. Mm-hmm. Like, I know she's not going to drive far to go to Dunkin' Donuts to get her morning tea. So, I start flying up that way. This is in Westville. So, I'm on that end of Welly. I'm already flying. I'm already way up there. But in, at that time, while I'm doing that, I'm calling everybody. I'm calling out Charlene. I'm calling um, Ebony. I'm calling who's ever, like, my hands are shaking. I'm calling whoever I could call that I know is not already Everybody occupied. Everybody be in motion. Right. Like, you know, people that I know is at home, maybe at home could leave, whatever. Like, so I'm calling those people. Who, somebody who could assist me, I'm just I'm just screaming, saying that I need help. I don't know where he is. Ebony, like, calm down. What, what are you talking about? I don't know what I'm talking about. I don't know what's going on. I'm, try, I'm, about, I'm trying to figure this out. So, then, um... As I'm sitting at a, 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 hey, hey, you need my refrigerator. <laughs> this is what happens, y'all. People walk in my house. Come, hey, Melissa. <laughs> <laughs> what you put in the fridge? Okay. <laughs> so ain't no room in there. <laughs> it ain't. Move some shit around. So when this happened, I'm calling Charlie. I'm calling everybody. Now I'm bugging out. I'm gonna scare everybody. People calling me, they calling me, but I'm hanging up on people. I'm screaming, I'm crying. I don't know what to say. Like, they're asking for details, and I can't give them. Mm-hmm. Now my phone ringing that crazy. Like, and I'm like, damn, now I got all these people calling me. And I'm you don't call everybody, freaked yeah, everybody I'm out. I'm freaking everybody out because I'm freaked out. I'm scared. So, I know Sheree was headed too, coming towards us. She comes from the opposite direction. So, we like, we should come from Ansonia, right? Yeah, or Derby. Oh, yeah, One Derby. That's what so she's So, we coming come like from. this. We both just know we try and get to somewhere and figure out where she's at. Um, so while I was like stuck in like a little conge- congestion of traffic, you know Westville's stupid, where I couldn't really get around nobody without you know maybe crashing or something or going into oncoming traffic. I'm sitting there and I'm like, why is everybody stopped? And then everybody is stopped because there's an ambulance coming up. Mm. This way. So I'm still beeping the horn. I don't care. Like, I don't care about this thing. I gotta go. 
I'm sitting here by swear when the ambulance rolled past me. I swear God, this is why I believe in like afterlife. I believe in God for sure. I believe in spirits. I believe in like just a lot of that stuff. I believe in it. Because as I'm sitting here and this ambulance come riding past me on the left side of me, when not when it was approaching, but as it rolled by, my something came out of my chest. Like physically felt like it was completely emptied. That was her saying, come this way. That's the feeling that you I I was just in shock for like a good moment. Like, what the hell? Like mm-hmm. I've never felt that before. It was like, as soon as it went by, like, as soon as it hit right here, it was like, like, just left, like, just complete emptiness. And I just broke down, just started screaming. I started screaming. I was saying, like, talk, I started talking to my sister, like, with, with inside my brain. Like, I'm like, I, I hear you. I'm coming. Like, I don't know what it was. That's so crazy how you could be so connected to somebody and just automatically know certain things. Yes, it was so crazy. And then I was just like, okay, maybe that's her. Maybe they got got there in time and they found her maybe at the address. But I don't know for sure. I can't say that that's my sister in that ambulance. What do I do? Do I turn around and follow it? But if I do that and she's still not found this way, who's going to help her? Because in my mind, living in New Haven, I'm just like, I know I called them, but that don't mean they got there fast enough. I don't want my sister to be by herself. So I made the decision on, you right here, just keep going. If she is an ambulance, at least she had a, yeah, in the true. right where she needs to be. At least up. she was in the ambulance. So I head to Dunkin' Donuts to that parking lot. I don't see this car, her car anywhere. I'm not tell you, I probably. People probably cussed me the hell out that day when I bust that U-turn in that room. <laughs> like, I bust you turn. I'm telling y'all, I'm telling y'all, the snow on the windshield, I'm trying to still get it off, it ain't working good. So I'm like, all right, she ain't here. The only other place I could only just follow a path, she would go to going home and hope that either she's in that room or she's at home. Or that was her in that ambulance. My the good is thing about me. it is, People don't, if you don't know New Haven, you know New Haven, you can get around New Haven, the whole freaking New Haven, probably like 10 minutes. If you know how to drive. you know how to drive. So everything was right there in that area that you really, all those places you need to be was right there. Yeah. So I, I turned around, went to her house. I get there. Cherie's pulling up at the same time. I don't know how she got here so fast. Pulling up at the same time. We both get up. We hopped out the car. We both get out the car. And it's the police like car like sitting in front of her house but I don't see nothing else like mm-hmm. so like I started like going up the driveway a little bit I'm looking around screaming and I'm like asking the police officer like did an ambulance come here or whatever cause he asking like you know where you go where you guys doing whatever he didn't know who he, was, who he was and I was like my sister my sister lives here something is wrong I called the ambulance for her before I came here like did, did they come like why are you sitting here but he's there because he had to respond to the call too so he's yeah. sitting outside he's like oh yeah you can't go back there and mm. so now I'm like, what do you mean I can't go back there? I'm just bugging. I'm like, what the hell? What What's going on? Like, where's my sister? I'm yelling and screaming. And then he's like, um, they took her in the ambulance. And I'm like, is she alive? One of my first questions. And he was just like, oh, I can't tell you that. I don't know or something. You just, you knew right just need to get there. to the hospital. So I was like, is she alive? Did you see her like conscious? Like, he started doing that, running around talking. I just left. I flew to the hospital. Cherie, we flew to the hospital. And I say when I got to that hospital, I seen, I'm trying to remember is that, that this part is where it got kind of like Blurred. blurry for remember me. remember none of this. Blurry for me. That's um, okay, because there's some things I won't, I don't remember at all. I remember walking to the, the emergency room part of it, that waiting room part. Mm-hmm. Who did I see in there? I'm not sure who was in there. But I know I was like yelling like, you know, I'm frantic. And then I don't know if it was Diva who came and got me from like that door where they take you to the the actual part where they bring in people. I, Kyra was there when I got there. Kyra was there too, yes. Um 
I don't know who brought me into that part. I don't know if it was, like, people that worked there or whatever. Like, so, I get in your night. Then they got, like, my aunt, my mother. And people was there. So, my mother works at the hospital. So, mm-hmm. of course, she's called downstairs anyways. And people were, like, a lot of my family works there. So, a lot of them are already there. But when I get into that room, it's like a little room yep. that they have. Small you ass room. Yeah, and I'm just like, where's she at? Is what's going on? Is everything okay? It's no answers really. Like nobody like like everybody all worked up and crying stuff, but anybody know me, like, I'ma get mad. I'ma get mad. Like that's my first reaction. I'm about to be pissed. So I'm gonna tell me what the hell is going on. Yeah. And then it was just, I don't know who told me. I don't know if it's my mom's supervisor. I, I know I out. blacked out. Yeah. I know when it was said that my sister did not make it. Like, I always said, like, I was, like, chasing her. Like, I was trying to save her life. Like, uh, in the beginning, I, like, blamed myself, too. Because I was like, if I would have got there faster, I would, that's why I always tell people. Yeah. Minutes matter. Minutes actually matter when there is an emergency. That's so true. Minutes matter. That's why when you see ambulance and all that, people like, oh, they ain't going nowhere. Just move. It Get don't matter. Out Just the still way. move. You never know. Like, you never know those minutes, those seconds that it's taking you the little extra second when they got to lay on their horn because you don't want to pull over the to the way. right. That's just ignorant. You don't know what's going on. Like, people's lives are at stake sometimes. Like, you don't know who's in the back of that ambulance or what the emergency yeah. is. You don't know. Or if they're trying to get to someone. Minutes matter. Move. Seconds go into minutes. Minutes matter. Move. So, somebody told me, and I know I just, that's I, after that, I just, it just went black. Yeah, because when I got to the hospital, you wasn't there. Where was I at? I don't know where you were. I, I Everything went black for me. Mm-hmm. I know for a fact that I was tearing that place the hell up yeah. to where security had to come. I was tearing that place up because y'all lying. You're not telling me that my sister just died. I was just on the phone with her not even an hour ago. What the mm-hmm. hell are you talking about? There's no way you're saying to me that my sister is dead. Those are not the words that you're... You're not saying that to me. There's no way. I will kill everybody. That's when my reaction was like, I'll fuck everybody up in here. Like, I was pissed. I was... I remember... I do remember, like, banging walls and kick... Like, I don't know what was going on. I was going crazy. Yeah. I was going crazy. I know... At one point, when I came to a little bit, I was on the floor somewhere. I was on the floor. When I got to the hospital, you were not there. I don't know where you were. I think I was calling you. You wasn't answering. I don't remember it too much because all I remember is me and mommy got there, and I already knew what had went down. So I was just trying to mentally prepare myself. And then somehow we ended up in that small room. You weren't in there. It was Mr. Sidney wasn't in there either because he was in the hospital, right? Yes, I think so. Yep. It was your mother and Aunt Charlene that was in that room. And when I walked in there, I was like, ugh. And I just broke down. And I called my boss. And I was like, um, I'll be there. I won't be there today or tomorrow. Mm-mm. I said, I don't, I don't know what's going on. My cousin just passed away. And I'll talk to you later. <laughs> I was like, like I'll keep just, you updated. It was just too much. Like, it was just, it hurts 10 times more when you don't accept. When you're expecting, yeah. like you know, even with the elderly, is we always hurt when our our, our grandparents or whatever pass. pass away. But it's it's lighter on the soul because you know they're in their old age. You know, yeah, you have your whole thirty years to prepare soon. for that, right? So you know, it's like when it's somebody that you're supposed to like, we seven years apart, but we was like this, mm-hmm. like this, like you cannot tell we're seven years apart, like. His best friends, like, and we've been through so much in life together in such a short time. Yeah. My sister's only, like, um, 37, 38 when she passed away. 30, no, I'm sorry, not 38, 36 when she passed away. Because her first birthday in heaven was 37. So she was 36 years old when she passed away. I'm approaching that very soon. Very soon. And it's scary for me to get to that age, although I don't have huge health issues or whatever it just makes you nervous to know that people that young can die from whatever it is whatever like i think it also makes you nervous to outlive the person mm-hmm. that you wasn't supposed to outlive mm-hmm. that's what's right. even more crazy 
But and this was already this was already like we already had like a tragedy in our family where a young person passed away, Kenny Brown. And that was Rest her. In peace, Kenny Brown. His birthday just passed on February fourth. Yeah. Um. That was her baby. Her Kenny Brown. How many years apart were they? And they probably was closer than not. That was her baby. Like yes. when 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 they was little. We gonna get to that later. Anyway, so yeah, this I blacked out on this day, y'all. Um, I'm not sure if. So when you got there, maybe I was going because I was to go get Harmony. Because remember, guys, she has a daughter. At this oh time. my god! And she's at school. And I'm like, dang, I gotta tell her her mother is gone. Somebody, somebody has somebody to tell her. Tell her. That her mother is gone. Wait, pause. So we're just gonna cut back and I'm gonna give a little bit more detail because I don't be giving detail on Kia's uh, passing because I, I'm just not there yet. But Kia passed in the same hospital. Okay. She was having surgery um, and she didn't make it through the surgery. And the crazy thing about this is this was during COVID. So I didn't yes. see my sister that much because she had kidney disease. She had high blood pressure. She had a bunch of things going on with her. And I wanted to stay away from her, honestly. Yeah, I was too. like, I'm not going around you. <laughs> so then she went to the hospital and then COVID. You can't see nobody. They got a whole limit. So I was able to see her one time, me and Nazir. And Nazir was up here staying with me. For a couple like uh, two months or so because we was working he was working summer school mm-hmm. and um having to tell him because i got a call in the middle of the night and i felt like kia was not gonna make it because i just i just had a feeling in my spirit i was like i don't know if my sister is strong enough to handle no shit like this like just in general i was like i don't know this could go either way so i need to mentally compare yes and i got nazir here so the person that called me was donna because Auntie Rosalyn was here. They came here because mm-hmm. Kia was having surgery. So they wanted, Kia wanted them here. So they came. So Donna, when I saw my phone ring, I said, all right, let me get up. And I had found out that Nazir's father was calling him, telling him that Kia had passed away. So he had knew before everybody. So I got up and I was like, all right, Nazir, we got to go. And Melissa was living with me. I'm fucking in tears. I'm like, Melissa, you got to take me to the hospital right now. <laughs> Middle of the fucking night, like two o'clock in the morning. I said, we got to go right now. She was like, what's going on? I said, we got to go right now. So I already had knew that my sister was gone. I was like, this is just, this just is what it is. But the way the hospital does it is they prolong you because I, I don't know if they working in the back trying to see what they can do or if it's anything they can do or just to like mentally prepare you throughout the middle of the night. Have y'all sit in this room for hours and hours knowing this girl has passed away. Because she was already dead when they called and told us that she was not responsive. Yeah. Yeah, so I don't know if they was trying to do CPR. And how do you do CPR on a person that had open heart surgery? Right. Like, it's like a... I don't know how you do that. Um, So, yeah, that day had happened. That was fucking traumatic. So, same damn hospital. Just the same kind of situation. Both of our sisters had illnesses. And it was crazy how they both was like... That just like freaked me out. Cause I was like, they so young. Like, how they sick like this? Like, that's how you know. Like, it really does not matter how old you are. Like, take care of yourself. That health is like very important. Yeah. And I'm not gonna say they didn't take care of themselves. They just end up with diseases that were uncontrollable that anybody can get. Yep. It was out of their control. It's nothing that they did wrong. They didn't eat something bad or just didn't take care of themselves as a whole. It wasn't that. It's just they were chosen by God to deal with these diseases that they were infected with. Yeah. And I feel like both of them were very strong for a very long time. A long time. Both of them had their diseases for a very long time. Um, I think they might have lived with their diseases for the same amount of time because when did her lungs collapse? It was when we was in Atlanta. Yeah, it was. Harmony was like... Ooh, that like, I'm gonna say it was like 2010 or 11. Yeah, it was so it was so yeah. right there because I had I, I had Elijah. Yep, and Elijah was born in 2008. Right? Did I have I had Jeremiah too? I think. Yeah, I was like, this is this is this is crazy. Yeah, it was around those that those years. So it was a lot to deal with. Just I know when they had us come. This is what pissed me off. This part right here. I'm about to tell y'all right now. Okay? 
I don't know if this is protocol, this is policies or whatever, or it has something to do with my skin. Their protocol is trash. I'm going to tell you that. I, I don't care. These MFers are some insensitive people when it comes to people having definitely family. I get it. Some families aren't as close as other families and got a little battery. Some people don't care. But I care. I care about mine. Everybody know that. That's that's not a secret. I care about mine. You mine. I care about you. I love you no matter what we go through. I care. Look at fingers. So <laughs> technical difficulty, y'all. Technical. So um they came in here and they were like basically kind of rushing. I don't even I don't feel like maybe because everything was a blur to me. I didn't even feel like I didn't feel like they gave us enough time to even process what was going on. Yeah. They were like, okay, you have to come in here and view her like now. Y'all gotta do it right now. Basically, so y'all can get the heck up out of here. Basically, like, it's so crazy. You uh, we got we put her in a room for her or whatever the little bed thing so you can see her and, and you guys only have 15 minutes. So I'm like 15 minutes. 15 minutes for what? 15 minutes for everybody to have their moment with her or whatever. View her, see her, whatever. Just see her as she is right now. Y'all got me fucked up. Excuse my language. That's crazy. If you think you coming up in here telling me, my mother, whoever, that we have 15 minutes to see her and she just left here, left this earth. We have 15 minutes as a whole, not per person, not per group, or just 15 minute window period. And then I said to me, so I, you know, get going now because time is ticking. Ooh. Basically, like the clock has started running for the 15 minutes before we even guided back to the room. Y'all got me fucked up in here. You ain't gonna tell me how long I can sit with my dad, my dad sister. No, you're not. When I get up in here, 15 minutes pass by, guess what? If I feel like sitting here for extra 20 minutes, I'm going to be there. Who's going to be I didn't know moving? they told y'all 15 minutes. That's 15 insane. Minutes. 15 minutes. I was like, my sister just died. That's my sister. Like, I don't know how y'all operate in your family, but this is my sister. What are you talking about 15 minutes? There's no way you're telling me 15 minutes. I cussed them people the hell out. 15 minutes go by, then what? Who going to do something? Who going to do something? Like, Find somebody oh. else to do it. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> Not about mine, so I don't even know how long I stayed there. Actually, <laughs> you stayed there. I probably even stayed in fifteen minutes. I do remember that part. Um, Riri was one of the person who was actually standing uh, next to me and giving me that physical support. Yeah. When we had to stand over her, and then I was just looking at my sister like. Like, how did this just happen? I just was on the phone with you. You were fine. It's so insane. Because I just was on the phone with you, girl. What are you doing laying here? There's no way that you laying here. I'm just like examining. I see a little bit of blood on her lip or whatever on her face and stuff. So I'm like, what the hell happened to her? Mm-hmm. Like, they're not really, they still not even giving those details. I don't, I'm thinking somebody hit her or something. Then I'm like, I'm looking at her here. She a damn diva. Where the fuck is her wig at? So I'm like, yeah, somebody knocked my sister wig. <laughs> Where they at? Diva to the fullest. Okay. Somebody <laughs> I'm thinking all types of stuff. Like, where they at? Because where's her hair? Like, she got her own hair, but she oh, had them in the black. Y'all be putting them in to put your wig on. The Latifah, so baby. I know. And my sister don't go outside with no bonnet on. So I'm like, she ain't had no bonnet on. She must have been here somewhere. Where's her hair? Somebody at the hospital had her hair. Yeah, they probably had to take it off yeah. or whatever. Because yep. ain't no, my sister don't go outside like that. Now, my sister Even on the, the other hand. Her, she's not going over with no bonnet, no headscarf. She got her hair. If she ain't got it done, she putting the wig on. You must see her looking crazy. <laughs> she ain't doing that. She may get that. You may get a hat. But she ain't about to be just outside with them set it off braids. Now, like my that. kid will come outside ready to set it off. <laughs> like, I don't give a fuck who's going to do something. What's up? <laughs> So yeah, I just like looking at like, like I start looking at all types of details though. Like I'm looking at her fingers and just 
like it's just a, it, it was like a moment for me that it was just that was like kind of like maybe a moment of reality like this is here this is it this is what this is here this yeah. is real this is real this is right now My you are officially going. a new person um you are no longer the same nope so how did you change what changed um since her passing since that very moment well, first of all, since that moment, I went into a very, very deep depression. I had never been, I've probably been depressed. Like, you know, the depression comes in a lot of different ways, different forms. I probably was have been depressed before, but didn't realize it was depression. But so now, like then, yeah. the depression was crazy. And it hit me like a freaking tidal wave. Like, the depression was there for sure and it had I had sunk it in it it took over my life yep although I had like I thank God I thank God so much that I was still like in a mental state where I was capable of identifying that I am depressed on. and what's going on within my life within my soul my mind um physically that I reached out for help I reached out for help um, so, you know, I started reaching out to resources for, uh, therapy because I found myself and then still even dealing with the, the fact that I had to tell her daughter that her mom was going, like I had to go to the school. I forgot like I was picking her up early and then like bring her to her, my, my mother's house, sit her in the living room and tell her her mother was, is gone. Yeah. That's a, that's a big role to have to do. That's, that's, that was crazy. That's how I felt when I was there in this house. Like, I just left my mom this morning. What you mean she dead? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. it's, 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 it was it was heartbreaking to have to tell her that. But that part, too, that 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 broke me a lot, too. That broke me a lot. When I, after this, and I want to say, even before the funeral, it started slowly creeping up on me. Like, you know, all the family started coming over or friends and mm-hmm. people sending me condolences, comfort. They want to keep your mom, you know. They want to see you every day. day. Like, like, nah. You know, it's, 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 it's good. It's a lot of support. It's, it's, it makes, it's warming, but it's draining, guys. It's draining. It makes you tired. It's like, you're already not getting no sleep. You're not getting no sleep. You're planning a funeral. You really don't know what's going on, but you know you got to do all this stuff Mm because you're on a time time limit. Time limit. And you don't want your your, your loved one looking crazy in the casting, so you got to get the ball going. You got to go pick out the outfits. It is. It is. And then with my sister's funeral, like, it was huge. She touched so many people. Like, I didn't even know she knew this many people. Like, throughout her life, her whole life. Yeah. She touched so many people. Because she did so many things. She went to a lot. Of, she supported a lot of people in their events and their projects and whatever. So she had a lot of net people that she just networked Networking, with that just was yeah. affected by her death. Like, she really put a good, like, a, a positive impact on this world before she left here. Besides her daughter. Um, so, yeah, like, I just found myself um, being in my room. And my job's still a single mother. I have to take care of my kids. Mm-hmm. Including a one-year-old whose birthday is approaching. And, and my life was just put on a hold. Like, even my kids. Like, I didn't care about nothing and nobody. Because I'm angry. Mm-hmm. I want to know why my sister is not here. Like, why? And nobody no. can answer that question for Nobody. Me. Nobody. Even the oh, you she in a better place. Yeah, she this, uh-uh. she that. You're like, no. what? No. <laughs> Excuse me. That nobody could say to me to make me feel better about my sister being dead. <laughs> Nothing. So I found myself sitting in the room for hours, hours, just sitting here. Literally, not even half the time. Probably even think about anything. I'm Ain't even functioning, child. Just, just sitting there. Just sitting here, like you like almost like you turn into a zombie, like you know. Because I'm trying to figure out, like, I'm asking these questions, like, how do I go on from here? Like, who's gonna call me in the morning mm-hmm. to make sure I'm up for these kids? Yeah, you're like, what's the point? Again? Who's gonna know all these inside jokes that I have that I still use today? <laughs> People don't know what the hell I'm talking about. 
But my sister knew what I was talking about. She ain't here with me, but she here with me. <laughs> so I'm laughing at myself. I don't care. <laughs> like, it's just a lot. Like, you know, it's a lot of... I knew her all of my life. All of my life since the day I was born. Like, I've known her. So that was just, like, a big, huge part of me. Piece of me ripped out of me. A lot of my um, inspiration comes from my sister. And things that she did. Her creativeness... Her creativeness I get it from her. My creativeness, I'm sorry. I Same. get it from her. Same. I get it from my sister. And then my mother is very creative. She doesn't show it. But she no, is. she don't so, show it. So, uh, she got it from my mother. Like, you know? But my sister is, like, my mom more on the shy side. My sister is not that person. She out yeah, here. She's a ball of yeah, life. She don't Just care like, boom. Who like it? Who Hello? don't like it? Whether you support it, you don't support it. This is what she doing. She putting it out there. What's up? We, we, we moving with this yep. so you know like I get that I get my creativeness from her it's from nobody else you know I'm a little sister so of course you following your sister footsteps. I wanted to go to all the same school she went to one of them I had to get taken out of so I'm too bad shout out to my mother I don't know she chanced me but she chanced me to another hood school <laughs> so it ain't matter but I'm mad they took me out to hood school I wanted to stay in the hood oh, school oh god we ain't gonna talk about them schools you went to <laughs> Jesus <laughs> I hated him at them schools I, I wanted to be what school Lincoln Bassett no St. Francis. Oh my God! They took me out the hood school, put me in private school. I was yeah, like, pissed. why are you coming home with cursive? <laughs> with cursive in a uniform. Cursive, uh, workbooks. <laughs> For what? Why? Your fancy homework? Like, why you got fancy, fancy homework? Fancy homework. His homework was mad fancy. And it was just, I hated him at the school. I hated it. So I know the advice you gave me when Kia passed. It feels so weird saying Kia, Kia, Kia. You saying Kia? I was saying Kia. And it was. <laughs> Mac, this shit is terrible. Oh, wait, wait. So, let's do this. So, okay. we gonna know which Kia we talking about. Call my Kia Frankie. That's her alter ego. Frankie is her alter ego. Okay. So, Frankie. Go ahead. <laughs> so, you was like, uh, I was like, I forgot what I said to you. I, 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 one thing for sure is my memory is a fuck a mess. Like, I can't remember a lot of stuff. I call it my grief brain because I don't be remembering stuff. I could easily forget some shit. Um, but you was like... This shit is horrible. <laughs> it ain't gonna get better. Yeah, it's was, only gonna get worse yep. from here. So don't believe all that other bullshit that people yep. be saying to you. And I was you like, I tell it straight up. I'm I was like, like, well, if shit. there's somebody I care about and I love, I'm not about to see it with that that fake bullshit. I gotta tell him what it's like for real because he's gonna think that this is about to be a walk in the park. It's gonna get better. That's a fucking lie. It is lie. It However, is a lie. it doesn't get better. It gets easier to deal with. Yes, that but is it don't true. get better. The pain's still the same, mm-hmm. but the holidays still the same. They make it easier, but it's all the same, and you never know when that day gonna be worse. You just you could be going through the morning just happy as hell. The next minute, you know, you like fuck. Mm-hmm. This is not a good day anymore. It was a good day, but it ain't. <laughs> yeah, I remember I told me I was like, don't, don't. I said, I'm not gonna sit here and tell you it's uh, it's gonna get better because it ain't. It's just not. No, it's no. this is gonna be bullshit. Just get ready. I just gotta tell them, like, be ready for them days, for these the days ahead because they are not good. When all of them aren't. They can they can be good, but yeah. That's no innovation we had with our sisters. I'm like, listen, they, don't nobody understand what I'm going through, but me because yeah. of that relationship. So, and I know you have the same with your sister. So it's like you gotta know what I'm talking about. <laughs> you gotta know what I'm talking about. And it is, and then it's like we both still too. We gotta be aunt and the uncle to their only child. I know. Uh, that was hard to even support them, and it's crazy because those little kids are strong. This generation is crazy. Yeah, but I think they're a different type of strong because they were born into their parents having illnesses. Not born into it, but, but like they, they grew, grew up, up with, with it. it, and I think that's what prepared them. Yeah. Too. And I know, like a couple of times, like my sister yeah, tried you know to they... prepare that for just in case, even though it scared her to death. That that was that's a possibility, but I know she 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 was able to prepare Harmony for yeah. you know maybe this can happen. So like yeah, I think that makes sense. definitely cause, like cause they, would talk to Nazir about that. Yeah, because they grew up no like with their parents being sick, which is unfortunate. Like you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like and I think that's why both of them were so close to their parents too. Like they just had like their relationship with their kids was like that was some dope. different type of stuff. Yeah, like, they relationships was, like, dope. Like, for real. Like, Harmony talked to Kia every day. They all through school. Like, so I have Kia's phone. 
And I was snooping his messages. <laughs> you looked that's one thing I wish we not that not did, that, but, but I, I was just like I'm talking about the a lot of people was texting and calling her for one because you know it, people have to know that it's real. Yeah. So you know people a, a dead person phone go crazy. Excuse me, it goes crazy at first for the first couple of days, week maybe. I just went and I only looked at the message between her and Harmony because Harmony was texting her mom. I was very hesitant to open text messages but I wanted to see where because she wasn't talking much at the time I wanted to see where my niece head was at to make sure she yeah. wasn't in danger of hurting herself or mm-hmm. needing someone to be there and we were just missing it because we were grieving too so I just was opening them not to be nosy but to just see where she was with the death of her mom at such a young age. See how she was taking it basically. Yeah. And the text messages weren't negative. She literally just talking to her mom. Um Oh, she was still sending her messages? Yeah. Oh, okay, okay, okay. She was just basically she did have that moment where she said, um, you know, everybody's saying they here for me, but I know that's a lie. Yeah, that that's how everybody feels. Yeah, though. and I was just like, she was like, they're not gonna be here for me. And you know, I just that kind of hurt my feelings. I'm like, dang, like, I can't tell her not to feel that way. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's her mom. Like, you know, that was just one of the parts of one of the text messages. I'm not going to go into depth about, yeah. you know, her personal stuff with her mother, personal conversations. But but even just scrolling up, looking at their text messages, like, they was funny as hell. Like, I was like, yo, they crazy. I was, like, scrolling up. They, <laughs> they was, like, homegirls for real. Like, they was funny as heck. That's like, how they two were. Messages and stuff. Yeah, yeah, like. So I was, I was just so glad that she had that relationship with her mom. Like, you know, she had still, like, where she's, she passed away, but she, Harmony was old enough to remember everything mm-hmm. with her mother. You know, when kids lose their parents at a young age, they, they don't really remember it. They don't have the memories to hold on to. Harmony has that. So I thank God for that. That's um, accurate. Yeah. So, yeah. What, um... <laughs> If Kid was still here, what'd you think she'd be doing? She what probably, would she be doing? She would have a business by well, she had a business, but her business would be popping. She I think have her business would be books, popping right now. Poetry books. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think her fashion, her clothing line would have been because it was going, it was getting there. It was I felt like there. she would have did something like really crazy during COVID. Yeah, her mind was always going. Her creative side of her brain was just yeah. always moving like it always is moving, especially the hustle part of her ring always going like that girl found her a hustle like it didn't matter like, you'll be like she doing what now right she was just doing this now she's else. doing that yes. <laughs> that's why i always call her the jack of all trades she's the true meaning of jack of all trades and she's a diva like that girl is a uh, bona fide diva and you got this little tomboy uh little sister little sneak around little hood girl and she's stepping and out in, is, yeah, in the, her Mary J boots. Yeah, okay, them heels to the gods. Beat, or what you call beat to the gods and all that crazy stuff. She is out there, honey. Like yes, we yes. like complete opposite. Like she used to wear sneakers in high school, and I, I don't remember last time I seen my sister with a pair of sneakers. That is so funny because me and Kia the opposite. I'll be ready for the shit. Kia will throw on some stretch yep, pants yep, and some yep. fucking sneakers and call yes. it a fucking day. And call it a day in a t-shirt or a hoodie or something. Like, <laughs> what you doing all that for? Like, that's how I am. But when I dress up, I do get my fashion sense from my sister. Like, I, I, I put my outfits together with her and mine. Mm-hmm. So I always say she still dressed me up because she used to dress me up. Like when I used to them outfits I used to put on back, that was my sister putting that stuff together. I didn't know how to put oh, those my goodness. Cute stuff together. Like I know how to match stuff, but like she just like you know taught me how to like think outside the box with certain pieces of your outfit. It could just be something a little small like like ring or something. Like she's yeah. the one who got me into jewelry. Like I have, believe it or not, guys, I have a whole collection of jewelry, costume jewelry. <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> I don't know if I'm gonna... What, um, what's your favorite memory of her? I, you probably can't pick one, but when you think about her, when people talk about her, what do you think about? Um, what do I think about when people talk about my sister? Hmm. I don't 
don't know. It's Everything, so much too. Yeah, like maybe yeah. just, just. I don't know. When the people talk about her, I can just see her face for one. Um, her laugh is one of my favorite things. Yeah. Kia's laugh too. <laughs> Kia laugh is crazy. <laughs> her laugh is crazy and, and loud. When his Kia laugh, you're going to be laughing for extra five minutes. You're laughing at Because her you're like, why is she laughing Mad so hard? Loud, but hard. And no. just like, I, I try to... Remember just even something as simple as her voice. That's something I never want to forget is her voice. And you know, sometimes time goes on. It's hard. Mm-hmm. It's hard to remember someone's voice because you don't constantly hear it no more. So I do find myself like once in a blue moon, like maybe going back watching that video. Alright, so we're going to close out. Do you have any advice for the listeners? As far as what? The grieving process? As far as the grieving process, yes. Mm. Grieve in a way that's good for you. Don't let anyone tell you how to grieve. Grieve in a way that works for you. Try to find what techniques will help you get through the grieving process. Because it's 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 a never ending thing when you lose somebody so close to you. Yeah. It does not just end. It could be a song, it could be a car, it could be a place, it could be an object mm-hmm. that's going to out the blue just change your whole mood because it reminds you of that person that you lost. You can I, honestly looking at that tissue box can make me be, if it reminded me of my sister in any way or yeah. a memory of her, I can start bowling out crying right now. Grieving is not easy. Take your time. Don't let nobody put a timestamp on how long you can or cannot grieve. It does not have a time. It's all up to you and, and, and how you process the death of your loved one. That's so, accurate. again, just, just don't let nobody force you into anything. And then therapy is not for everybody either. If therapy doesn't work for you, don't do it. It helps me, but it may not help you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, find your own niche at what's going to help you. Get through that process and then just try your best to stick to it. And, and you know, better days are ahead. Better days are definitely definitely ahead. They're just... They they just... Um, at the next couple of exits. Yes. For the, <laughs> <laughs> you got to switch over from 85 North to 75. And then you got to yeah. go 84. Then somehow you end up in Jersey somewhere. That's you don't it. know where you're you going. You don't know where you at. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't never been to Jersey before. You don't even know where you at. So, you know... It's just, it's just, it's just a, it's a long process. Yeah. Don't, don't expect for it to be okay overnight, in a week, in a year. Just breathe and make sure, or try, don't make sure, but try to be aware of what's happening to you. That's it. And you have to be, one, one thing you do have to be is, um, realistic with yourself. Because as long as you, you deny it, that's like... No, that's like sending yeah. you down. You be downward. stuck in the denial process yeah, for a very be, long yeah, time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you know what? That part makes it easier too. Once you come to the point where you 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 basically accept it. I want to say it's like acceptance mm-hmm. and, and and visiting people's sites. Let me say this because I had a rough time with that. Before we even close this out, let me just say this: that it is hard. People think going to a gravesite where their final resting place is the easiest thing because mm-hmm. it's already done. It's there. We know this is here. They're in the ground. You could just go here. No. No, not at all. No. It took a while for me to get to that point to where I can visit my sister. Even to still today, I will go visit other loved ones before my sister. It's still, I don't visit her as much in the year. And it does make me feel upset because I feel like, do she think I'm leaving her alone? When I know that's just her physical body, yeah, that's not no. that's not what her spirit is. So then, you know, that gives me peace too. But it's just I can't go so much to see her in that state, looking down on the ground. It's, it's too sometimes it's overwhelming for me. Then I have my days where I'm just okay, like oh, I'm bringing my sister some flowers today. I'm gonna go clean off her grave, so I'm gonna go do this. I'm gonna do that. It took me a long time to get to that point, and I feel like before I was able to visit her gravesite on my own to where I was comfortable to do so, where I wouldn't break down and cry. I was forced. I was forced. 
Let me tell and you. And I do not like that at all. Not one bit. Being forced is not a good feeling, guys. Don't feel like because your family members are going, you or gotta your go. friend is you going, you don't have to go. Or this person going, and that's your sister, you gotta be there. Or that's your brother, you gotta be there. This is your mother, you gotta mm-hmm. be there. This is your father, you gotta be there. This is your cousin, your grandfather, your grandmother. No, no you, you do not, not have to go if you are not ready. Don't go if you are not ready, because it does not help the healing process. It does not. It does not help. Does it? I remember I went with mommy and I was there because they really wanted to go. His mother's there or something like that. Yeah, you force yourself. I was like, I'm never doing this again. I told yeah. them, I said, I'm never coming here ever again. Yeah. Y'all can come here as much as y'all want. I will drop you off or whatever we need to do, but I am not coming here again. Yeah, it's like almost like people around you make you feel like you're obligated to do it and you're not. Yeah. You don't heal like everybody else. Everybody heals different or you'll feel bad because you want to be there for them right you're like i don't want them to go by themselves but you just gotta let them go by themselves yeah or before just say listen hey i can't do this right now yeah for yourself this is for me for me i cannot do this that's it because when i was forced that time i I, it was too much it was too much it sent me backwards a few steps in my grieving process honestly it's too much you have to really wait till you're ready yeah you have to do everything on your own time, y'all. Your own, at your own pace. Before we go, you got any questions for me? I know um, I'm the interviewer, but... <laughs> yeah, why you had no juice when I came here? <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> you drink all your ginger ale? I did. It looked dry. Why you ain't gonna pour it out? It's I right there. My ice milk and stuff. I don't know. Well, she ain't got no questions for me, y'all. <laughs> Thank you for joining my Black Self, the podcast. I love you. And... <laughs> Clearly, we here together. <laughs> mm. yeah. wow. Thank you. Bye, y'all. Yes, I can. <laughs> <laughs>